Blog Talk Radio. Icon, Granny Hawker, and Big Swing. Hello, everybody, again, and welcome back to the Attitude Era Live, which you can now find on Twitter as well as right here on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, Icon, Granny Hulkster, the whole squad is back with us. Uh, again, doing triple duty here tonight, but I will be able to, you know, talk a little bit and things like that. I'll, I'll be, I'll have one headphone on listening, so, uh, so we'll be good with that. But, uh, but yeah, guys, I mean, it, uh, how have you been? It feels like it feels like uh, the weeks are getting shorter here. I want to add to that. We are now the biggest podcast, the biggest wrestling podcast in South Africa. We want to thank all four hundred in South Africa. Yeah, for all, we want to thank all 420 followers in South Africa. We want to thank all 128 followers in India, all 78 in the Philippines, all 63 in the United Kingdom. And, hey, we want to thank our Vietnam fans, all 52 of you joining in, and all wow. 135 out in Canada. Uh, wow. Look at those numbers, huh? Wow. Yeah. Jordan Garber can't hold the candle to us. We're big. He's small. We're the, we're the people. He ain't. I mean, dude, I, I okay, Granny, I will admit, at first, I thought that was going to be uh, a, a braggadocious icon moment where he was going to say, we are now the biggest <laughs> wrestling podcast on the planet, and, you know, we're we're the biggest ever in the history of, and I was like, oh, geez, I have to, I have to put a, a footnote in here, but. But no, he uh, he did his research and uh, and we got some numbers that I, even I didn't know. About. So so really good stuff, guys, and thanks. We we appreciate you guys enjoying what we're doing. Hey, hey, th- there's, sure. there's one th- there is one For thing sure. I want to say to Jordan. There is one thing I want to say to Jordan Garber out there though. What's up? Um, what I want to say. You did one hell of a job, and the only thing else I got to say is 
How about them Cowboys? Yeah! Yeah! All right, I just had to do it. Hey, uh, here, here, real quick, guys. Um, I just found out. Uh, I want to send out uh, some well wishes to our first guest, uh, Stephen Fry. Uh, he, we just found out that his mother uh, has been taken to the ER. So uh, he's not going to be joining us tonight. Uh, but wow. waiting in the wings, though, we do have our uh, buddies from Puffamania that are going to join us. And uh, as a matter of fact, I know that they're holding. I know they're listening. We'll go to you guys in just a few minutes. But I, I want to get out uh, who we got on tonight uh, so we can uh, uh, talk about that real quick. Uh, tonight, uh, after Puffamania, it's going to be... Run, Forrest! Run! We have uh, Forrest uh, Barnett with us. Uh, we're going to have some fun with him. And uh, we're also going to have William J. Hanna II, not just the first. Like on, just, so you, the just so you know, we do have we do have a 701 number on. Is that the first guest calling yeah. earlier? Yeah, that, no, that's the pop, pop mm-hmm. you guys. We'll get what? to them in a second. Okay, let me know. Uh all right, and uh, uh, William J. Hanna, he's a sports director for the HG, HMG Sports Marketing. Uh, uh, he has connections with the Baltimore Lightning football. Uh, he's going to help put us over the top. He's going to bring his fans to our fans uh, and bring his fans to us. So we're going to have a lot of fun tonight. Haste <laughs> uh, post or post haste or whatever you want to say. But we're going to have some fun with these guys. We're going to have a great show tonight. Uh, the icon will deliver once again. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, uh Mania, you guys, just hang on the wings here for a second. We're going to introduce you in a second. The icon is going to step back for just one second. Uh, if you guys want to uh, take the reins for just a little bit, then I will be right, right back. Okay, so, how was your weekend, Big Swing? It it was good, it was hectic, busy, but it was good. Yeah, we had a little bit of snow yesterday, believe it or not, so not a whole lot, but we had some, and it's mostly gone now today, the sun came back out today, and it kind of, it was 70 degrees Thursday, and in the twenties last in the teens last night, so yeah. Arkansas weather, you gotta love it. it. It was so cold that Granny made taco soup for supper tonight, so we need a sound effect, big swing that says, How about them chiefs? <laughs> yeah. We need a sound effect that says, How about them chiefs? Well, no, I want to keep my father listening, so we we will have to forego that. But no, I know, just, I know, I know. I'm just I'm just saying, you know, we need we need a discussion. I mean, of, if you really want to piss off the Minnesota Viking fans, start playing stuff from Hank Tram. That'll really. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, I see that our first guest is on, so uh, we're going to. Uh, we're gonna get them on. Uh, let me uh, let me set a uh, set precedent here. 
And then uh, yeah, they're we'll, on, man. Uh, I, 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 I put them through. So do you think? All right, ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, the new wrestling promotion, independent wrestling promotion in the great state of North Dakota. Ladies and gentlemen, they're going to tell us all about it. We're going to have one for a short time, but I decided we're going to have one for a longer time tonight. Why? Because I make the rules. You give us the rules. I'm going to break them every single time. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Papa Mania. Hey, guys, what's up? Not much, and what's up, Papa Maniac? I'm Ace the Kid Hagen with none other than the Puffer himself. Your boy, Big Papa Puff. I'm on the boys in the neighborhood and make all the girls cry. We're here with the big swing, Gray Hunter, and our very own icon. So excited to be back with you guys here. COVID has been crazy. It's been quiet. We're excited to see you guys. Well, I'll tell you what. We got uh, we got the Puffer Mania boys here with us. We got about uh, well, we got about thirty four minutes with the boys. I know I said we were going to give you a little time, but uh, uh, since our uh, our first guest uh, uh, had a uh, a medical emergency. Uh, we're gonna uh, uh, give you guys more time than uh, normal, uh, but we got uh, plenty of questions we can ask you, and uh, we can uh, fill the uh, fill the time with some good uh, some good vibes and some good times. So, well, I'll first tell you, off, Puster and I, we cracked open a couple of cold ones, so we're ready for a good time right here on Attitude Era Live. And I, and I got my mixed beverage, so I'm good to go here. Uh, I'm going to ask a few questions, and we'll go around and uh, have the other guys chime in a little bit. But before we get on to your upcoming show, let's do a little rewrite here. Uh, tell us uh, about uh, the first ever inception of the Puff Mania. Tell us about the response. Uh, give us a little uh, rundown on the happenings on the last first show that you guys had. Well, Right now, what we are doing is we're actually getting it set up to be a pay-per-view event on Discover Pro Wrestling. It's going to be fully produced, fully edited. It's going to be a full-on WrestleMania-style event. It's not going to be like the event you saw live. It's going to be that and so much more. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be actually Gonna be grade A certified. Uh, we have and uh, all the proceeds to that will also be going to the Roger Mars Cancer Center. So we will have our totals for how much we've made and all of that processing after the pay per view is done. So we're excited to to get that made and and make a contribution, especially around this time of year, <clears throat> as well. Uh, really get to make our very first bill come to life. And a bonus, since we have all the Attitude Era Live maniacs listening in, <laughs> uh, we got the legend, the icon himself, on commentary uh, for this epic, immortal uh, event that we placed on. Uh, so be looking out for that. Be, uh, get on over to the Puff Mania Facebook page. And since you're over there... Hit the follow button. 
Hit, hit the like button. We are very, 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 so very close to 500 and follows. But once we reach the 500 followers, we got some merch that we want to give out. So get on over to the Puppet Mania Facebook page. Smash that follow button. Let's get to 500 followers so we can give out some merch. You know, in the, the other thing, guys, is uh, we have, uh, have Puffmania on here with us. We got 32 minutes with the boys. Uh, now, I was at the live event, and uh, I'm proud to say that uh, I enjoyed every minute of it. Now, you guys had a, you guys had a great card, uh, an exciting card. There was a lot of stuff that happened in that show that I was not expecting. And uh, you also had an appearance from a WWE legend, did you not? Absolutely, we did. And not only WWE legend, but really taking it to the heart of what inspired us to, to get into wrestling and to make our own show, AWA legend Pat Tanaka was part of our show. Uh, Pat really has been a, a focal point in our growing, not only as wrestling fans and as doing our podcast, but also as promoters, as a wrestling enthusiasts, as wrestlers, in Ace's case. You know, it's it, it's it's been it's been really incredible to have him have such a big part in our bringing up, and to have him be a part of this show in such an impactful way was unbelievable. Now, when uh, do you plan on uh, airing the uh, the event again on uh, on pay per view? Well, we're hoping to have it by Christmas as a Christmas present to all the puppet maniacs out there. And uh, like you said, the icon is going to be on commentary. Uh, I look Absolutely. forward to uh, I look forward to that. Uh, as a matter of fact, I did have a lot of fun doing the audio commentary for that, uh, sitting live. Uh, and uh, well, know, none other than the pops himself. There's going to be a pay per view, so I don't know if you want to uh, talk about any of the matches or anything. I mean, we don't have to give away any results, but. Uh, uh, maybe we can uh, go over uh, a few. We matches. have a lot of good matches. Yeah, we'll, we can yes. talk about some of the matches. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Talk about what we have on the card. Well, we'll have on the show. Let's start like this. So, Icon, what was your favorite match of the card? What uh, match do you remember? Well, well, I'll tell you what. Actually, uh, my favorite match on the card would have to be. Um, the what was it? The triple threat match was it? Yes, uh, that was uh, the record. Josh Price against Kaz Carter and Mister Mister Incredible. That that match was my favorite match on the card. A lot of action in that. It was a very slow. It was a very slow build, but it was like a TNT in a coal mine. Like when it blew up, it blew up. It was a very impressive. I remember that uh, that was the first match we did the commenting for. There, and that was a heck of a lot of fun doing that for that match. Uh, we have the Puff Mania boys here with us. We got uh, 30 minutes here with the boys. Uh, I'll tell you what, here, real quick before we go over the card, uh, let's kind of uh, get our co hosts involved here. Uh, Grady, what do you got for our guest, Puff Mania? Go ahead. 
Well, I'm just glad to have you guys back on the show again. I just wish I was so much closer where I could actually see this event. Unfortunately, I'm way down here in Arkansas, so and January is not a good time of year to be up in North Dakota. I'm sorry, guys. I mean, we had yeah. a little bit of snow yet. We had a little bit of snow yesterday, so I mean, not much. I mean, a couple inches, but. We don't have a personal icon, but, you know, I don't want to be stuck in North Dakota in January. Well, we don't have the yet either. Well, you will, though. Trust me, I, I don't want to be stuck there any time of the year. You always do. It's a fairly mild winter this year. Fairly mild. Wait, we're not even in January yet there, bud. Yeah. We normally get snow here in November, though. Am I wrong? Well, we well, do an average, but sometimes. Okay, let me tell you guys. It's been it's been five years since Arkansas had any kind of snow in December. I mean, five years. I mean, that's how mild our winters have been. Our, we our don't get a lot of snow, but you know. Similar to what you guys would have there. So. But, yeah, it sounds like your event's going to be absolutely amazing. I wish I could be there to see it. So, well, you'll be you, able you to have a chance to watch our pay-per-view, right, Granny? So, say what? So, you will be willing to check it out on pay-per-view, wouldn't you? Well, if I right now I don't have a, access to a computer at home. So, you know, if I watched it, so, I have to so, do it on my phone, and so the, the one thing the one thing I got to ask you guys, and I, I'm curious about, well, um, actually, is it, well, the one thing I, I just I got to pop in for a second, I, I just because I'm dealing with this in, in radio, and I'm also dealing with this in my in my bar job and my entertainment job because I have to book a lot of different events and a lot of different special things that we do for for our club, and um, I'm wondering for your guys' events, have you guys uh, been really hurt? By the recent, um, you know, the recent shutdowns and the recent restrictions and stuff put on, like, is it making booking and event finding even more difficult? Yes, and no. At the same time, yeah. it's found in the right way, but also okay. it's really hard with sponsorships because people are uh, small businesses are really hurting right now. And that, yeah, I was just gonna say, yeah. Because we're in North Dakota and we're lucky enough to be able to be doing this in North Dakota, our restrictions aren't as extreme as some other states. So we have quite a bit of freedom to do shows and to kind of keep that flowing. So we were able to do our last show. Uh, Now as we get into 2021, it's going to get to be a little bit more difficult because we're so close to an end of all this COVID so we really don't want to mess it up now. Uh, that could cause us well, to have a few more restrictions to come around. But other than that, how much snow do you guys have up there right now? Right now, not even an inch. But oh wow! By January, it'll be different. By wow. January, we'll have huh. a lot. So it's either going to come in at a balanced pace, like Chad was saying, or it's going to come in in one giant bolt spot. So we'll get uh, 20 inches in a month. Because I was there in March. I was there in March a couple of years ago, and it was over my knees, and it was March. It was mid-March. <laughs> so, yeah, that's yeah. about right. But anyways, all right, guys, I just had to pop in quick and ask you, because I know we're having some trouble out here in New York State 
uh, you know, bars and clubs and venues like that and things oh, uh, are, are closing down and they have to close at 10 o'clock in certain venues. And if, if you're at a venue that serves alcohol, uh, everybody has to get food with their alcohol and they have to close at 10 p.m. And I know many wrestling shows go past 10 p.m. So that's why I was wondering if it's the same out here in New York as it is up there in North Dakota. So that's really what I want to talk about. Absolutely. I think the one thing yeah. that is uh, uh, the same all the way around is that it to hurt on local businesses. And so, yeah, Arkansas has to close down by, we're on central time and we have to close like our bars, our our restaurants that serve alcohol and bars and even our moose lodge. We have to be closed by 11 o'clock at night. We have to close by 11, no later than 11 o'clock. So, Yeah, that's the same for us right now. So uh, we have the uh, Puff Mania promoters here with us. We got about twenty-four minutes. Uh, I'll tell you what, guys, real quick here. Go ahead and run through the uh, run through the card uh, from the first show, and then we're going to start talking about the second show. All right. Well, the first. So you want to start from bottom to top, or like you want us to give the whole card, or? Yeah, yeah, go through the whole card. So people, and then we'll talk about uh, how where people can find the show on pay-per-view so they know what they're going to see. All right, well, well, we started off with the Fargo Championship Battle Royal. That was, that was a well-entertaining match. The crowd was hyped. Actually, the crowd was hyped throughout the whole freaking night. We shortened up our intermission so we could get right back to the action. Um so right after the uh, Battle Royal, we had um, from Pat Knocker's Training School here in Fargo, North Dakota, um, it was the two students, two top students of Pat Knocker's. That's right. Uh, uh, Jake, Jake Taylor and Levi Lanigan. Yep. And there was actually a fan run in during that match. Yeah. So that and, was it actually, wasn't me. and it wasn't me. And it wasn't me. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, Icon held up. He didn't jump over the table or anything like he said he was going to do. He restrained himself <laughs> iconically. Oh, I was. It was look. It, uh, I'll explain uh, how hard it was for me to re, re, uh, refrain myself after uh, you guys continue with the card. So go ahead. Yeah. And so during that match, the Jake Taylor and Levi Lanigan match, Levi Lanigan actually brought out Pat Tanaka, and Tanaka was actually ringside. There was a lot more that happened in that match, but you'll have to wait to find out about that on the pay-per-view when we drop that. So after that match, we had the epic tag team match, Snake Pit, Seto Kabara, and Brandon Nitro versus downtown PD Brown and his mystery partner, Rampage Santana. That was easy. now. Uh, was, one thing we're gonna do, done. guys, is you guys are uh, as you guys are going through the match. Uh, the icon's gonna give the match his ratings, and I would give that a four and a half stars. Yeah, I would. I would no, give not, that. But out of out of what though, like four out, of out of five. Okay. Yep. And then the next match, we had the uh, epic triple threat match between uh, the Minnesota record Josh Price. Uh, Killer Cash Carter and uh, Mr. Incredible. That was a brutal fight. I mean, uh, towards the, uh, throughout the whole fight, it was just start to the beginning, three big guys going at it, 
duking it out. I guess you could say it was incredible. Indubitably. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and, that and then was, for our main event, a, that match was five and a half stars. That was five and a half stars. Well, the, the main five, event, yes. the main event icon, Big Swing and Granny Oxter, was a tables match between Duke Cornell and Bobby Brennan. And wow. Yeah, that match brought the house down. Uh, you know, usually it's uh, I go from a, uh, anywhere from one to five star rating. I'm gonna I'm gonna go over and above on that one. That was uh, that was a ten star matchup. Wow, we got the full Meltzer. <laughs> yeah. Now, of course, now who you guys gotta let us know who the champion is right now. Uh, the Fargo champion. Um, yes. The Fargo champion. About that. Uh, they have to find out. Does it change okay. multiple times? So yes, it did. So you'll have to find out uh, who actually ended up with it. But we'll say it started off with the the mean Marine, the two-time Fargo champion Mason Mayhem, and he started. He entered in number one, and he walked all the way to number ten. I think it was. He <laughs> he was old. Well, he was technically he was I think I think he had fifteen. I think he was like the he was the last person actually eliminated. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He went for number one and nearly went all the way. Davidoff fought to the very end. And uh, kinda... you guys, uh, uh, we have uh, the Puff Mania promoters here. We got uh, nineteen minutes now. Uh, now you guys also named the commissioner. Uh, that segment got a negative five and a half stars. And uh, when you guys announce who the uh, commissioner is, Granny yes. will chime in and say why it's negative why five, it's st- negative five, five stars. St- five stars. Day eight, I told you. I told you, Granny Hall, to be honest. I told you she's going to go This was the greatest decision in all Buffalo history. By the way, that's one year. Uh, <laughs> so we're not on a good track, aren't we, Jack? It's your favorite Granny Oxford. It's your favorite guy. He's the guy. He's the Sly Vester J. Fox guy. And you I know. I don't think so. I do not oh, think so. Oh, you know. Sylvester, no. Sylvester J. Fox, if I ever get to meet that man in person, he better watch out because I'm going to talk gonna so much to him. We're going to fly you down here for Immortal 2. I am going to talk so much smack to him. You better hand me be handing me a microphone at my feet so I can really talk some good smack to him, boys, because I am ready. Well, Grady, I got good news for you. Uh, Homer doesn't like him either. Uh, during my wedding, you get to hang with Homer, and uh, you and Homer can have your fun with Sylvester J. Fox because he's at the wedding as well. Oh boy! Okay, okay, Homer, you you per- we'll protect each other, Homer. And if I can make it up there in September, <laughs> we'll just have to wait and see how things go. So well, better I, I watch promise- your back, well, Sylvester J. Fox, because Granny's I, after you. I, I promise there will be no snow on the ground in September during my wedding. I promise that. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a guarantee on that. Well, there is. We'll bring blow dryers. <laughs> And torches. So, now, uh, we have uh, public media promoters here. We got 17 minutes. 
Now, this was a great uh, first show, and you guys put on a hell of a show, uh, and it really, really was awesome. I mean, the twists and turns and fans running in, and uh, Sylvester J. Fox acting like he was Triple H, and uh, the the great commentators, uh, me included. Uh, now, Big Swing, I know you're listening, and we're gonna uh, we're gonna do this real quick, then we're gonna talk about the upcoming show. But now, Big Swing, you would love to do audio commentary for one of these shows as a guest commentator, would you not? He he's uh, he's doing double duty, so he's probably not listening. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah but I'll tell you what though. Uh, Big Swing could bring Jim Ross to the to the podcast, uh to the to the event, the way that he does his broadcasting. Oh yeah? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's well, I gotta good. stay there, Icon, you're not too bad yourself. Well, you know, I'll tell you, I uh I've been doing broadcasting for a while. I've been doing uh commentary for a long time and uh, it's usually for, you know, football and baseball and basketball. You know, I can't really get into the inner icon when I'm doing uh, a game. But at a wrestling match, I'm going all in. And uh, yeah, we heard every, you. I love everything that you guys do. So, now, you guys got an event coming up uh, uh, soon. Tell us about that. And uh, tell us if you uh, have any uh, – give us a preview of who might be on that upcoming card. Where it's going to be, when it's going to be, all that good stuff. Well, we can't give too much away on this because it's 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 a pretty huge card, and uh, it's one of those. Baby step, baby, baby step. It's 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 a, it's a special card, just to, to say. It's a um, secret. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot planned for this show. This I will put it this way: this card is like a wine. It's better in glasses. Well, well, at least tell us uh, when and where it's going to be at. Uh, it's going to be at the same place as the Double Tree Event Center. You know they they love the uh, they love the icon at the Double Tree. You know. Oh, I bet you they do. Everyone loves the icon, right? Well, except for a, a certain puke up in Canada, but we won't even talk about him. You know, I'll tell you what; it'd be really cool though. Yeah. Here, this would be the dream matchup. That the the guy from the the guy from Winnipeg, Canada, versus the icon from Fargo, North Dakota. That would be a dream matchup. You know, another dream matchup would be Granny Hulkster versus Sylvester J. Fox. I would, you know, uh, I hate to quote J, J, uh, Tony Schiavone, but that's going to put some butts in the seat. <laughs> well, unfortunately, Granny would not be able to wrestle very well. I have too many health issues, so I don't no, think no, I can no. wrestle I'm not very talking well. About, but... I'm not talking about wrestling. I'm talking about you interrupting him when he's talking on the mic. That... <laughs> oh, I could do that. Yeah I, I, yeah, I have no problem with that. Matter of fact, boys, I actually had the opportunity at one of our last Arkansas Championship wrestling shows before we had to stop doing them because of COVID. I actually got to read a letter to one of our tag teams there because Bobby Burns was like acting commissioner at the time and he he had makes he had made some very bad decisions and very questionable decisions 
Well, Granny got the opportunity to actually get in the ring and read a letter to them stating that there was going to be a new acting commissioner. And they thought it was me. And I said, fans, what do you think? How would you feel if Granny was the acting commissioner? And, boy, they were just, you know, they started the Granny chant. And But it was really funny because when I got in the ring, Bobby's like, get out of my ring, Granny. And I said, well, hello, boys, you know. And, and they're like, boys? And I said, yeah, boys. I said, give me that ring. Give me that mic there, crybaby Bobby. I call him crybaby Bobby Burns. So, you know, I come up with all sorts of good names for these guys that I talk smack to. But, yeah, I, I did a pretty good I did a pretty good job reading that letter to those guys. Tell, tell, us, tell us who, uh, you know, you mentioned that you like to, uh, and not to take away from the, the Puff Mini guys, but uh, you, who is it that you call Double Dork? Yeah, I call him. He, this guy's name is the definition of definition double D, and we actually had him on our show <laughs> several months back on this podcast, and I like to call him Double Dork. What's his name? Well, his his real name is David Smith, but he goes his wrestling character name is the definition of definition double D. He calls himself Mr. Abtastic because he's always talking about his abs, how how fabulous they are. And they're not that fabulous. I mean, not to me anyways. I, we were at a wrestling show, <laughs> and he comes out to the ring, and he says, Granny, help me up the steps. And he's holding his hand out. He wanted me to help him get in the ring. I said, you got two feet? I said, Get your own butt up there in that ring. I said, I'm not helping you. And he comes out, and he's got little sparkly, uh, little glittery, sparkly things glued to his abs because he thinks his abs are so fantastic. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, you should, you, you, you should see me in that. You should see me in action. And I tell you, I would put Mr. Sylvester J. Fox in his place. And I think the fans would be very happy if I did that. Well, we have, well, Fuster already announced that we have another show in April. So, uh, Immortal 2 is happening in April. So, and that's going to be a huge, huge, huge show. Huge, bigger than this event that's happening in January. Wow. So no, you're uh, going to want to be at that show. Big Swing's going to want to be at that show. Anyone who's listening to this podcast right now is going to want to be at Immortal 2. It's going to be that big. Wow. Now, the, now you guys have uh, a whole slate of, uh, of uh, uh, talent that's going to be coming through uh, your promotion. Uh, and we have the... Uh, the pump in, you guys have got 10 minutes here. Now, one of my favorite uh, wrestlers, actually two of my favorite wrestlers that you guys have on the card, uh, one is uh, Matthias. He's a good friend of mine. Nice. And uh, I, I thought he was going to fare a lot better in the Battle Royal than he did, you know. And, um, oh, I'm trying to think of uh, my other favorite guy that you guys had. Uh what is his name? Uh, let me see here. Um, oh, jeez. Um, why is why is his name? 
John. Uh, why am I drawing a blank on his name? <sighs> you guys got to help me out. Um, what is his name? The the, the, the uh, oh oh El Machismo. <laughs> The, El Machismo. Um, oh, El Machismo. Yeah, yeah. The guy that could pass for the uh for the big show. Yes. Now um yeah. now I I uh, I was lo- I was looking forward to that match, but of course the injury uh forced El Machismo not to be able to participate in the match, but that would be an awesome that was the match I was ready to interject in if I had to. Because my two friends were gonna go head to head. And apparently, they heard that uh, if uh, things got out of hand, I was going to uh, – I think that's probably why, uh, you know, they're like, well, maybe we should not. You know, we don't want to – we don't want to have the uh, icon eject themselves. But I'll tell you what, though. Uh, Granny can agree with me on this. Uh, he uh, – Sylvester so, so J. Fox is the commissioner, and he is kind of a Triple H when he is the commissioner, but – you know, if he if he keeps interfering, I don't know if I can hold back, guys. I don't think I can. You know, I mean. Well, that makes two of us their icon. Hey, it was in good deed of what he walked away with, and you know it's in good hands. Well, you know, there there's sometimes I like to take one of those golf clubs and stick them somewhere. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, you better oh, watch yourself a tree there, Dennis. You better watch your mouth there, Icon, because you never know if Sly is listening. Well, hey, he's got the number. Well, oh, let me I, tell I, you I, something, Miss. Hey, let me tell you something, I can, I can bring Sly onto the show right now if you really want me. Well, he's here by the We got, we got a little time. If you are listening, Mr. I'm going to issue him a challenge, boys. Mr. Sylvester J. Fox, if you are listening to this podcast, if you think you're man enough to call in right now, please do that because Granny Holster has not got to talk to you for a while. And I tell you, I've been missing out on some wrestling shows due to this nasty COVID-19, and I need to talk some smack to somebody tonight. So if you think you're big enough and bad enough and man enough, why don't you just show us how manly you are and call in? And if you don't, then that just kind of proves Granny's point that you're not much of a man. I'm 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 scared. I'm not even I'm not even the one she's talking about, and I'm I'm a little intimidated right now. <laughs> I'm a little terrified too. But you know what? I I have good faith that why. We'll put Granny Holster in her place. I am not scared of him, boys. I am not <laughs> scared of Sylvester J. Fox. <laughs> well, I am not scared of that I, man. <laughs> well, you know, well, you know, I'll tell you, uh, you know, Granny, I, I, I uh, was it? Weren't you the one who said about, uh, you know, Sylvester J. Fox was he likes to uh, cheat using golf clubs? Uh, didn't you say, uh, yeah, why don't you bring your little putter down to the ring? Yeah, I think so. I think I said something like that to him. And, you know, I mean, I he's not – well, obviously, he's not mad enough or he'd be calling in right now. So, he's a big chicken. Either that or a crybaby. Maybe he's both. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. 
You know, I'll tell you what, though. Uh, another dream match that I would, uh, you know, uh, that fans would like to see, uh, you know, uh, not that I, not that uh, you guys would ever sanction it, but, you know, uh, the icon getting involved in the Battle Royale, if you guys ever have another one, I, I think the fans would love to see the icon show what he can do, you know? Do you think I, you can I, have I what it not, takes to move with all those wrestlers in their icon? I, I have more than what it takes. I, I have the intestinal fortitude, or as they used to say about Vince McMahon, <laughs> I got balls like grapefruit. Yeah, until we get either skits coming in there after you, or if we have Stoneheads. Now, Stoneheads is one thing, but skits on their hand. He, he even gives a puzzle. He's, he's an interesting human being. If he's human, but uh, so real quick here, let's recap here. We got a few minutes here. Uh, real quick, let, tell us when the next show is going to be, what time it is, what day it is, where it's going to be, and uh, how fans can get tickets. Well, we're working on the ticket stuff right now. Uh, it's set for January seventeenth, so another Sunday show, unfortunately, but it's going to live up to a hype of a. King of the Ring pay-per-view, so to say. So it's going to be pretty epic. Um, why we're having a style like that, I guess you'll have to find out closer to the show when we release some more information. Uh, but right now, our set focus is to get this pay-per-view out for all the Puffin Maniacs so they can catch up on what happened for those who weren't able to be in attendance for that Immortal of a show. We want to make sure that everybody knows what's popping. Absolutely. Because now, uh, do you guys plan on uh, having the same amount of uh, seats available, or are you guys going to try and have more? Um, We're going to try and on shoot COVID, for more. Right? We packed that place. Remember, I we we did, and <laughs> that place was loaded. <laughs> well, you know, it was. They you, guys the admit, you guys are being modest. You guys are being modest. It was sold out. Trying to get so, into the place. Icon, by the way, we do have the two five one on, just so you know. Yeah, we'll we'll go to him in uh, in three minutes. Uh, he knows, uh, but you guys are being modest. It was a sellout crowd, and there were more people trying to get in. And uh, there was even a fan that tried to jump into the ring, but you had to, yep. uh, you had to have security haul his ass out. There were people that were climbing the walls trying to be part of this thing. Yeah, and the the wrestlers that we had and grade A certified decent and the fans, the 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 intensity, the electricity in the room was just real. It felt like you know, an actual like wrestling pay per view. Maybe like it, a it was it was real. It, it it was a rare moment where for that split second wrestling is alive again. K Fabe was there. Yep, and. That's the thing that was so great about we have to thank every single wrestler that was a part of our show and has been uh, working so phenomenally great with us because they are the best guys that we could possibly get. They are unbelievably talented. Uh, a lot of what they did was simply out of out of themselves, and that's one of the things that we like about how we do things is we allow 
them to do what they do best? Well, we have uh, Paul Rainey here, guys. We got about uh, 90 seconds here. Um, now, uh, are you guys going to have uh, my uh, any of my favorite wrestlers back, uh, such as Matthias or El Machismo? I cannot remember his name for the life of me, but uh, the guy that looks like he could celebrate Halloween 365 days a year, this guy was a freak. Kid. And he will definitely be back as well as Matthias and El Machismo because we have a huge contract signing for El Machismo and Matthias for their Immortal match at Immortal 2. And we're debuting something brand new that has never been done before, but that's going to be for a later episode. All right, and uh, we're going to have you guys on several times here uh, until the uh, next uh, event. One thing is, though, uh, maybe you guys can let me uh, get a special guest referee for that match. Maybe you can even let me – I, I want to be audio commentary. I want to be a referee, but maybe you can let me get you guys a referee for that match. I mean, Take that into consideration. The, what we have planned, Icon, you got to understand, what we have planned is something that has never been done before. We mean it. When when Puffamania sets up to do something, we do it in a way that no one else has ever thought. So if you have a referee, you know, it takes a true referee who can really do the job in order to do what we're doing. We're, we're putting in a big order here. Awesome. Well, I will work on getting that. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, guys. Uh, we're out of time, but we're going to have you guys on next week. Uh, so uh, definitely uh, – uh, I'll be in touch with you guys. We'll work out when you guys are going to be on next week. Uh, but I appreciate you guys uh, taking time out of your schedule to join us. And uh, we're going to get guys. to our next guest. But we love you guys, and we'll have you guys on next week, all right? All right, sounds good. Well, if you want us on later on tonight, let us know. We'll do. <laughs> Thanks, guys. All right. All right, that was Public Mania, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and, uh, Granny, we'll talk about uh, Sly Fox here in a little while. But uh, right now we're going to bring in our next guest, and uh, I'm going to do this. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and running down the aisle. He gives through meaning the word run, Forrest Run. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Forrest Barnett. Hey, this is Forrest Grump. You're listening to the Attitude Era Live with the host, the high con, the big swing, and granny holster. So how are you, Forrest? Good to have you. I'm doing wonderful. How about you? Good. Here's what we're going to do here. Uh, I'm going to have you give us a little background about yourself, uh, and yep. then we're going to have some fun with you. Uh, and then uh, go ahead and give us a little background about yourself, and then we'll have uh, some fun with this interview. Good. That's wonderful. Well, uh, I can tell you that I actually... My first uh, first dance in professional wrestling, I worked in Mobile, Alabama for a wrestler named Rip Tyler. That was in 19, about 86 and 87 I worked for him. I don't know if he, how many people would actually know anybody from that far back, but that's who I worked for. Uh worked on the ring crew for quite some time. We had a lot of great older wrestlers that came through the territory. It was known as WOW Wrestling, World Organization Wrestling. And we had uh, Mr. Olympia, Jerry Stubbs, wrestled with us. Uh, Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson, the Rock and Roll Express, wrestled there for quite some time. Brad and Bart, the Batten Twins. Uh, Chief Wahoo McDaniel came through. We had had uh, Mike, the California Hippie Boy, quite a few different wrestlers there. 
And in fact, uh, Yokozuna was there as well. This is when he was first getting started. He was known as Kokina at the time. So it was a very, very interesting uh, time. He had Wild Man Don Fargo, very respected him very much. And he was funny as all get out, too. Very funny man. Really enjoyed him. But uh, that kind of went my appetite for working in pro wrestling. wrestling. And finally I went on and become a minister. And then I finally went on and got back on and got involved with the professional wrestling as a professional wrestling manager. Uh, well, Porter's uh, well, is our guest here. We have, uh, we, we have, have equity going on. Uh, we, on that. We, got we got about 27 minutes. So, uh, so, uh, uh I'm going to ask you a few questions and then we'll go around the room here. And then, uh, uh, cause I know Granny's got a few questions. I know she's going to want to ask and we'll get, we'll get to Granny in a second. But, uh, now, uh, you also did some work with the Glow Girls, did you not? I've done most of my work now with the Glow Girls. That's correct. With quite a few of them. I've worked with, uh, Sonny and uh, Roxy Astor, uh, people of that nature is who I've been working with. But they have what they call the Afterglow. They do the Afterglow Cruise. And I've had a hoot with that because uh, it was uh, Gremlina decided to have her wedding uh, renewal on board. And when she done that, she asked me, since I was a minister, if I would do the wedding renewal and do it in character as far as Grump. I said, okay, I will do so. And I loved it. it. All the bridesmaids were glow girls, and it was just a hoot. It was the most fun I'd ever had as a minister. We just had a wonderful time doing that, and on a cruise ship to boot. You know, uh, Roxy uh, Esther is a, is a real good friend of the show. She's been on uh, with us several times, and uh, as a matter of fact, um, um uh, I, I'm so speechless because I just love Roxy to death. Uh, she's been on our show several times. She's a real big friend of the show. Uh, tell us how you got hooked up with the Glow Girl. That's how I met up with them. It's on, actually on a cruise. It was the I went on a cruise and uh, met them that way actually, and uh, which was very fun. Got to know them very very well. I, but uh, actually, I. Uh, I was at a convention where one of the glow girls were that actually she told me about the cruise. And that's how it all started. I told I told her, this particular glow girl, that I was actually had worked in professional wrestling before. And so they said, Well don't go anywhere. I said, Okay. So that's when it all started with me hooking up with a lot of the glow girls doing doing different things. So and uh, I also want to thank you uh, for the uh, uh, the pictures that you sent us. We're going to be giving those away uh, uh, in our uh, Christmas giveaway, uh, and uh, we'll talk to our fans more about that uh, next week. Uh, yeah, I appreciate but, uh, that. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring Granny on here real quick. Uh, Granny, you know he mentioned uh, a few of the guys that you might know. Uh, he talked about the Rock and Roll Express. What do you have for our guest? We have Forrest Grump here. We got 23 minutes. Go ahead. Well, I am Granny Holster. I'm not a wrestler. I'm just a big, huge fan, but I love Ricky and Robert. I mean, they are personal friends of mine. I have met them 
on several occasions. As a matter of fact, uh, Ricky and Robert were in Alma, Arkansas last year doing a special autograph signing to raise money to help uh, veterans get service dogs. And um, I, my husband and good. I, my my husband and I went down to Alma because we don't live very far from there, and we, of course, we've met him on, on several different occasions, and. We got our picture with him, and and Robert um, put his WWE Hall of Fame ring on my finger for the picture, and I didn't even ask if I could wear it. He just put it on my finger, and I was like, "Whoa, Granny's a that was wonderful." You know, that was wonderful. Hall of Famer, but I mean, I love Ricky and Robert. They are so awesome guys. I mean, and they love their fans. I mean, they appreciate their fans. I tell you. So yeah, uh, Robert actually lived not far from me. Uh, I'm in Mobile, Alabama, and Robert was mm-hmm. in Pensacola, Florida. But he's told me he's moved. I seen him at the convention. He told me he, he moved away. So mm-hmm. don't see him as much as mm-hmm. I used to. Yeah, uh, well, they're awesome. They're awesome guys. So well, when well, you wrestle, here, uh, well, no, hold go on, ahead. Wait one second, real quick. Being in Alabama, you got to give us a, a roll tide. Roll tide. <laughs> there you go. Okay, go ahead, Grady. Go ahead. Okay, so when you know, so, you know that's got to so, be there. <laughs> so when yeah. you re- so when you wrestled, so when you wrestled, what was one of your most challenging matches you had, and who was it against? Well, really, I, I'm going to tell you, I've never have wrestled. I'm just a oh, actual, really? professional wrestling manager. Just a manager, a manager. I just okay, come to the okay. ring. Yeah, that's okay. what I would do. I'd so, be well, ringside. Okay. Well, that being said, what was one of the most challenging matches your uh, client that you managed ever had to face, and who was it against? Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. I, 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 I tell you the match that actually, I'll say it this way. I'll tell you the match that means, has meant the most to me, it was an honor to do, <clears throat> was in Las Vegas at the CAC that I matched Matilda the Hun. Oh, okay. And that was the biggest honor I've ever had as a manager. In my fault. Wow. I've always I, I wanted to go to the Cauliflower Alley Club. That that's on like that's on Granny's bucket list is to become a member of the CAC and get to go to one of those events. I I I have so many of my wrestling friends that go every year. I've always wanted to go out there. I've been to one Las Vegas one time. I went to Las Vegas last year for a convention, and I didn't get to see much of Vegas because I went in meetings and training sessions all the time. But because um, it was for our our moose our international moose convention, and um, I had to take some I had to take a two day training class because I had been selected to serve as what they call deputy grand regent for the state of Arkansas. So I had to go to a couple days of training class and everything to do that, but. I didn't get to see a lot of Las Vegas, but I tell you, I would love to go to the CAC sometime and get to see a lot of those wrestlers. I mean, I've met a lot of different big-time name people over the years. I mean, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Tommy Dreamer. I've had dinner with both of those guys. I mean, awesome guys. Um, Ricky and Robert. Hacksaw is I mean, wonderful, and so is Tommy Dreamer. Both of them. Are. Oh yeah. Both of them are. I yeah, I I love Tommy Dreamer, and didn't, I like I said, uh, I just Brandy, didn't, uh, I. Didn't uh, Tommy Dreamer steal your cane or something? Tell me about that. He did. He did. The last traditional championship wrestling show they did in Fort Smith, Arkansas, he was part of an eight-man elimination tag team match, and he took my cane out of my hand and used it on the guy he was wrestling against. 
and they're like, oh, my God, he's got Granny Holster's cane. And the other announcer was like, Granny, what do you think you're doing? This isn't fans. Bring your own weapons match. Because, see, Granny does not like the heels. I can talk some pretty good smack to the heels when I have to. Okay. Okay. Well, I've actually been both. So, face ah. that heel. I've done both. So. Well, now, if you were a heel manager, I would definitely have a lot of fun playing with you because I like to give the heel manager lots of grief, too. But I had okay. a wrestler well, one time. Sure, of course, he I was a heel when I was with Matilda. So, but ah. Matilda was a heel herself. So. Yeah. But he, um, the wrestler, he, he said to me, he says, Granny, don't you have a curfew at the nursing home? Now, I'm like 58 years old, and this was like four years ago. And I grabbed my keys out of my purse, and I doubled my fist up in his face. I said, baby, I don't need no curfew. I got keys to the building. And he ran off screaming. Very, very good, very good. Do they, uh, do they still have a whole lot of wrestling there in Arkansas? Or? Well, we have a couple of organizations. Um, one of them are doing limited shows right now due to the COVID. Um, I think our next show there for WCWA in Springdale is going to be um, January uh, 31st. And then um, the one, Arkansas Championship Wrestling, we we were supposed to do some shows, but they got canceled due to the COVID. And I and I that's the organization that I am president of the fan club of. They made me president of the fan club before they started doing the shows. Uh, we found out they made an announcement the other day that they're planning on starting their shows back up in March of next year. So I mean, I've made it to a few wrestling shows over in Oklahoma, um, not a whole lot because they were just up getting started again due to the COVID. But you know, they're trying to keep everybody safe. And yeah, I understand um, that. Sure do. I'm just I, I I love my wrestling. I I love doing what I do. I mean, I've been threatened to been thrown in the ring a few times. I've been handcuffed to a manager. So. Yeah. Oh, you've done you've done it all then. Well, I won't say I've done it all, but I got when I got to meet Ron Simmons and Tony Atlas last year, Ron Simmons told me he says, Granny, he says, I have to tell you, he says, You are that true fan that we so much miss back from the day that we don't see anymore. I mean, mm-hmm. my original granny shirt that I have, it says, What you gonna do when Granny Hunkster goes crazy on you? And I actually my friend that made me that shirt She's in the process of making me a new Granny Hulkster shirt, and I have no idea what it's going to say yet. I'm going to be so surprised to get it so I can wear it to an independent show. But um, I could talk some pretty good smack to the wrestlers when I have to. Well, I'll tell you something. Since we're talking about Arkansas, I'm going to have to say this because I think they were there. But uh, the Mid-South Wrestling Organization that had Cowboy Bill Watts as the top promoter, Mm-hmm. That promotion was one of the best ever in my eyes. Oh, I don't yeah. know if you remember yeah. much about that or not, but they had the junkyard well, dog, I, they had I, Jake I, Roberts. I do because, because a lot of the guys that wrestled for traditional championship wrestling, when I first met that group of guys, they were wrestling under the Mid-South um, for Bill Watts. So, matter of fact, they did a show in Springdale, Arkansas, and that was still when uh, they were still under the Mid-South promotion before they started tr- traditional championship wrestling. 
I mean, I met guys like Tim Storm, Matt Revere, Greg Anthony. Matter of fact, I call, he's got a couple promotions that he does down in Tennessee, and um, I think he's I think he's babyface at both of those down there. But usually, when he wrestled for TCW, he was heel. I called him Golden Girl. His name, he goes oh, okay. by the Golden Boy, Greg Anthony. I call him Golden Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a possibly a good name, man. So. <laughs> well, let's put it this way. When Chris Masters was at GCW, um, Greg Anthony came out, and, you know, of course, we all were chanting Golden Girl, and, you know, Chris is like, he says, I don't know if you heard this or not, but they're calling you Golden Girl. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, and he put him in the master lock, you know. He put Greg Anthony in the master lock, and, Diamond Dallas Page was there one time, and um, he did the uh, the diamond cutter to Matt Riviera and Greg Anthony. Or he did it to Greg Anthony off like the second ring rope, you know. And but uh, well, all yeah, I've ever done awesome is like people. managed lady wrestlers, but never a man. But I've had some men that approached me in the past and said they'd like for mm-hmm. me to manage them, so I might even do that in the future. So yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, uh, so who have you who, who have you managed? What lady wrestlers have you managed in the in the past? Okay, I've managed Matilda the Hun. There's one mm-hmm. uh, Andrea the Lady Giant, and uh, like I say, I've been mostly other than that. I've been hooked up with the a lot of the different glow girls. Like I say, with Sunny mm-hmm. and Roxy Astor, mm-hmm. the Afterglow. Mm-hmm. With Sunny and Roxy Astor, both are just wonderful ladies. Just wonderful mm-hmm. ladies, and they're good to work with and deal with. I tell you that. If you're familiar with them. Oh, yeah. I remember watching Glow Wrestling. I remember watching that. I watched several episodes of that So, back in the day. Yes, and... Uh, Anyway, I, of course, I know uh, MTV, know MTV pretty well, and uh, quite a few of them, in fact. So, uh, Dallas, know her, and awesome. some of them I've only met in a nutshell. I just met once. But yeah, she, yeah. I was amazed at how smart she really is. She's a very smart lady. So, that that's, that's awesome. what impressed me about her. That's awesome. For our fans just for our fans just joining us, I want to welcome you to the Granny Hulkster Hour. No, I'm kidding. She's got a lot of good information herself, I'll say that. She's got a lot now you're talking about the C A C also. Uh if you can get out to the C A C that would just be a wonderful thing for you to do. Just look up Cauliflower uh, Alley Club, and if you can get yep. out there, it's that we have a yeah. all of us wrestlers and wrestling well, managers. Well, eventually, all of us. like I said, that's on my bucket list because I, um, I, um, I, and I have several referee friends that always go out there too, and I'm and I'm sure, I'm sure you probably know the name James Beard. Do you not? I sure do. I know the name. I also know. Know who he is. I'm thinking by know the name. I sure do. Well, he wrote you a book called the third. He wrote the he wrote the a book called the third man about his stories of being a referee back in the NWA back in the day. You know, and traveling with JBL and you know a lot of different. I mean, big names. I mean, he he's pretty, he's a pretty awesome guy. Yeah. I, I, if you got kind of a dark beard, kind of that him or 
I'm sorry. He does, he does a little, a, yeah. Uh, James Beard. He's got a kind of a dark beard. Am I right? Yeah, well, yeah, he, well, he, 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 no, he, 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 no, he had a mustache. He, he had a mustache, and uh, you know, I mean, I, I don't know if he still has his beard or not. I know he had a beard at one time, but I, I think he might have just have. Has I haven't seen James for quite a while, so yeah, I don't I get to see him very often anymore. Had, he had a beard, so but let me, I'm gonna see if I can bring him up. He's from, he's from Texas. Okay, let's see here. I'll I know he kind of. Ha- I know he kind of helps. Um, I know he kind of helps. Oh with yeah, the, uh, that, that, yeah, I know him. Oh yeah, I know him very well. I sure do. I yeah, sure do. I know yeah, him now. Looking at his picture. He, he he he's a personal friend of mine, and he and I've known him. I mean, that's how I got to know him was through traditional championship wrestling. Him and Tim Storm, because I know him. Him and Tim Storm travel a lot together when um, they go to wrestling shows and stuff. So yeah, I've seen uh, combat referees. I've seen Tommy Young. I met met up with him before too. If you remember him from WCW. Yeah. Yep. I sure do. So. But the uh, but anyway, nonetheless, uh, I was just like you. I loved the Rock and Roll Express. They were just very good backstage and everything else. I was very impressed with them, and they are very oh, yeah. good. And I I think I can honestly say they're probably the longest tag team ever been of staying together. I think they got the record on that. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure they do. So, of course, I've met beautiful Bobby Eaton uh, through traditional championship wrestling. He was an awesome guy. He, I don't know if you know this, he's actually from Alabama, too. He's from Huntsville. Yep, yep. So, Huntsville, uh, Alabama. Uh, yeah, uh, Forrest Grump is our guest here. we got about uh, nine minutes here left with Forrest. Uh, you know, also being in Alabama, I know you know who Conrad Thompson is. Conrad Thompson? Uh-huh. Uh, Conrad Thompson, you say? Yeah. He has uh, he has all those po- he has all those podcasts with Eric Bischoff and um, uh, Rick Blair and Tony Schiavone and uh, um, Bruce Pritchard. Okay, and he uh, is actually uh, yeah he lives in Huntsville then. Yep, right, correct. Yep. Okay, now what, what all does he do? Uh, well, he has all these wrestling podcasts. Uh, Oh, okay, okay, okay. I never had. I'm sorry, I never had heard of him before. But I just looked him up. So, yep. but see, what he has is Mobile. You, I don't know how much you know about uh, Alabama. Mobile is on one end of the state, and Huntsville is on the very other end. Yeah, I. Uh, well, you know, like I say, you know, I, I'm a big. Uh, not to get off track here, I'm a big college football guy. I know that uh, you're in Alabama football. You got to be, and. Uh, I'm an Ohio State Buckeyes guy, and, you know, we've had uh, great rivalries over the years, you know. And uh, But anyway, we got uh, Forrest Trump here as our guest here. Uh, you know, you mentioned, uh, you know, about the cruise here, and we're not going to touch on it too much because uh, COVID is just so damn uh, depressing. But uh, uh, I agree there, the, I tell you. Yeah, that's kind of killed a lot of stuff. Has, has it been canceled because of COVID? Exactly. Too, too much of it. It's just, uh, it's just, well, as I tell people here, it's destroyed everything. Anything you talk oh. about, it, it's destroyed it pretty much. To 
Because I've been told there's many promotions that will not make it through COVID, so they can't stay in business. I've heard that ever so much, sadly. Which I hate to see that being done to the business. So are they are they are they uh, planning on doing the 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 glow cruise again or is it uh been Well ironically we were supposed to be on a cruise this year around it was around I think the last of March or so and when this hit it just killed everything. So Yeah, I was actually uh I was actually gonna go to that uh but because of COVID I wasn't able to make it uh Well I would uh, I'll tell you one thing, you'd love that. You would love oh, I know. cruises that Roxy Astor puts on. That thing is just, it's just wonderful. I, I just loved being out there, and we just had so much fun and good eating. You could eat any time you wanted to on those cruise ships, you know, and just have yeah. all sorts of fun on them, and it's just great. It's just wonderful. Yeah, she uh, yeah she promised me a kiss on the cheek. Oh, okay. Have you ever met Roxy Astor or... I was going to, uh, but like I say, she's been on the show several times, and uh, every time I have the opportunity, something happens or something comes up, so I'm unable to do the traveling. But uh, with that said, though, I hopefully 2021 will uh, improve and we'll be able to do that because, uh, you know, 2020, uh, you know, it's been the longest decade of our life, you know, and it really, really sucks. Yeah, I guarantee you. I guarantee you. It's just been, uh, for people like me and I guess all of us that are actually used, I'm used to being in the crowd or being in Las Vegas or Los Angeles and stuff like that. This has just been very, in, the, in a way, sometimes depressing. You know, you're just sitting at the house and just can't hardly do anything. So, yeah, I'm, I miss being out with the group and doing stuff, you know, so... So with that being said, then what um, what is your what is your calendar been like? Do you know when you'll be uh, out again, or uh, have you had to break it out to a certain point, or what uh, what's your schedule been like? Uh, schedule of late hadn't been very much. I've just been pretty much here because you know they they doing all these old uh, shut-ins and all this type of stuff, and don't want you to hardly travel and this that. So it's just been very rough in that respect. So I've just been able to stay at home, but. I've got a loving wife and boy, and my mother's still living. She lives down the road. So anyway, we all just have to see each other, eat together, and this, that, and the other, getting to be with the family quite a bit. Now, that's good. That's very good. Well, well you know, um, you know, our, our fans that are watching Paige uh, uh, are sending me some uh, uh, questions. Uh, you know, I made that uh, little collector's card for you. One of the fans was asking uh, – uh, where you had your uh, jacket made, the multicolored one that's on the card that I made for you? Oh man, uh, I've got I've got several different jackets. I do, and I've had it really at several different several different places. I've actually got them. I couldn't actually come down to just one place, but I'm not that one. And that's in the picture. I'm trying to think. I'm not even positive on that where I got it right now, but so I may even specialize the jackets even more, so we'll have so, something to so look you, forward so to. You have, so you have them custom made then? Yes, I can have them all custom made, everything of that nature. I've uh, I would like to do more of that actually, and that's one thing I'm known anywhere I go is people know me for my suits being wild suits. I know everybody says what chart, what battery strength is that on that jacket? You know. <laughs> Uh, I, I remember I, I met Scott Hall a few years ago, and he he loved the outfit because I, I lots lot of time I'll have pants and jacket both that match. Uh, 
So well, just uh, all sorts of different wild outfits I like to wear. Uh, we have uh, Forrest Grump here. we got about uh, four minutes. Um, you know, if our fans want to check you out and see what you're doing, uh, you got a Facebook, you got an Instagram, you got a YouTube, you got a Twitch, you got a GoFundMe for your suits. What do you got? Well, really, uh, anybody that wants to look me up on Facebook, they can look up Forrest Barnett. That's my real name, Forrest Barnett. F-O-R-E-S-T-B-A-R-N-E-T-T. And I can put put out if I'm going to be doing anything else or what I do and things of that nature. So whenever and, I can uh, find out what's going to be happening at least. So well, love to have them take a look at it, and I may even expand even more with more websites, things of that nature. And you know, for for you know, for everybody's sake, we hope that you know now that the vaccines are out, uh, you know, this COVID thing will, you know, eventually just simmer down and just go away. But uh, you know, uh, and this is from a fan. This is from me. Uh, you know, they were talking about your suits. Has, has anybody ever asked you what circus you escaped from? <laughs> no, they they never have. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one, that's, there. That's, that's, a, that's a good one. That, yeah, I, look, I guess I look what they look like a carnival barker, actually, you know. But yeah. they, hey, they all know me as this in Vegas, yeah. you know. I got to share a funny story. I got to share a funny story with him. Um, one of those wrestling shows that we were at in Springdale was under the Mid-South, you know, territory. Okay. Uh, Matt Riviera, he came down to the ring, and he was wrestling against a guy named Sean Schultz. And, of course, um, Sean had this goofy-looking manager. He was dressed in this red, gaudy-looking jacket and gaudy-looking pants. And I don't know if you remember the country singer Lyle Lovett. It looked like, you know, he had kind of a bird nest in his hair. Well, this guy... He, he was married to Julia his... Roberts, wasn't he? I, no, well, the, no, um, this, this guy, this guy, this manager, his name was Tony, and his hair reminded me of Lyle Lovett's hair because it was so gaudy looking. It looked like he had a bird's nest in his hair because it was so, and, the, and his outfit that he had on. And I, Matt Riviere, he was going around, and, and he was having the women kiss, um, kiss him on his cheek, and he'd go, woo. And Sean told me, <laughs> like Matt Rivier, he yeah, he says, Matt Rivier, that's the most disgusting thing I've ever seen, hugging and kissing on all those obese women. And this was way before Granny Holster was even thought of. And I said, it's, I was down by the ring taking pictures. I said, excuse me. I said, obese is something that I'm not. And your little troll of a manager, his mama dresses him funny. And oh, that, you should have seen. That sounds like me, actually. That sounds like my outfits. That's it. Well, that that's why I had to tell you that funny story about Tony's outfit because it was red. I don't even remember what kind of design was on it, but it was just really. It well, was. I've got was, one outfit that most people really it like. It's just all tie dye suit. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, people love that tie dye. Yeah. Yeah, I mean you uh your your uh your ring attire is just awesome. Uh we have uh Forrest Brump here as our guest here. Uh our our we got about thirty seconds. Yeah, we do have the four four three on, just so you know guys. Four four three is on. Yeah, um well I'll tell you what, Forrest, we appreciate you taking time out of your schedule. Uh hopefully maybe in twenty twenty one we can get you back and uh, I'd love to, to. Love to, thank you. All right, thank you, buddy. Take care. Okay, same to you. Bye there. All right, bye-bye. Okay, that was awesome. Uh, 
See, now, Grandy, that was that, that was great. I, I like how you took charge of that interview because, uh, you know, when uh, I love it when you have uh, stuff in common with our guests. I'm like uh, the one guest who you know I'm talking about, Harlem Heat, uh, but that's another story. Oh, he's still uh, on this. Hashtag petty. I'm sorry, Icon. You know, I mean, I'm sorry that bothered you so much when, when Stevie Ray was no. on our show. Yeah, it's it's all right. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, if our guest next guest is on, I'm going to go ahead and uh, uh, bring him on, ladies and gentlemen. Stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, we have royalty amongst us, ladies and gentlemen. I give you William J. Hanna the second. Hey, this is Will Hanna. You're listening to the Attitudes Air Live with your host, the Icon, in the Big Swing. And the Granny Hulkster. Hey, Will, how are you, buddy? I'm doing well. How's it going? Good. Thank you for joining us tonight, and thank you for taking time out of your schedule. Uh, we have. Uh, you wouldn't miss it. Uh, would you? Uh, would you prefer to call? Uh, have us call you Will, uh, Mister Hannah, Mister Mister Second? How would you prefer it? <laughs> I'm just Will. Just Will. Okay, we got we got Will here as our guest. Here we got 38 minutes here. Uh, so, Will, if you want to quick give us a little background amongst yourself, then we'll uh, have some fun with you and ask you some questions. Uh-oh. I'm nervous about the have fun part. but uh, Well, uh, we'll, just, we'll, we'll just... walk you through it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, my name is Will Han. I'm just, uh, just a regular guy. I grew up in Baltimore and uh, served served my country, served, served a little time in the military, about 11 years, about 10 years with the Department of Justice and got into sports marketing and decided that uh, instead of helping people build their dreams, I helped build some other guys. And uh, for those of you who uh, uh, have, have not seen Will, and uh, don't be mad for this comparison, but he's, uh, he's kind of a cross between uh, Tyrese Gibson and Pedro Serrano. So he's a great guy. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, you, you you got the facial features of Tyrese Gibson and the muscles of Pedro Serrano, so we love you. Uh, now, and we also, uh, we want to thank you for your service to our great nation. We appreciate that. Uh, I mean, uh, of anybody that served their country, we all appreciate, but we've never had anybody that served on the Department of Justice. So that that's awesome. Well, yes, it, it, was, it was a great story. I probably served the last 30 years of, of, of my life. Um, as I, as, and well, in, in about 42 minutes, I'll be celebrating my 50th birthday. And so, so this has been, been a, uh, it's been a great ride for the last 30 some years. Um, you know, and, and I'm just excited, uh, what I'm doing now in, in sports and helping guys, you know, get, get to where they want to be. And, uh, not to mention you got the world's, uh, uh, you got the greatest goatee in the history of the military. <laughs> <laughs> my wife will agree with you. So uh, let's uh, let's get into this. Um, now you uh, you know you mentioned you know you're getting uh, you're, you're into uh, I believe it's uh, uh, the CEO of HMG Sports Marketing. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Now uh, yeah. are are you like a sports agent or are you uh, are you a coach or uh, a, um, a team uh, liaison? Tell us uh, what your uh, what you do. So we do a little bit of all of those things. 
Um, H&Z Sports has been around probably for the last 12 years. And what we started out doing was athlete management, artist management. We did some naming rights agreements and things like that. So if you heard of some of our work, probably didn't know we did it. Um, We did the uh, Toyota Center down in Houston, uh, did the naming rights agreement for that, Um, a few other things. And now we've kind of gotten into, you know, the biggest thing was uh, helping athletes and and doing athlete management. You kind of see where these guys can go, where they need to go. And and one thing that we acknowledge, acknowledge, especially in football, was that only 200-some guys get drafted. Well, when 200-some guys get drafted, then that left a lot of guys available on the table and not really having anywhere to play. So versus placing them with other teams, we decided that we'd own our own and, and kind of give them somewhere to go. So, so now we now, are, you know, mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't interrupt you. So you uh, you have uh, you work with uh, some independent football teams, then correct? Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and uh, part of that is, but go ahead. No, you go ahead. Go ahead, sir. Well, I was just going to say that that they're 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 in trying to create this this um, avenue for players to actually have somewhere to go and play. What we had to do was kind of create our own lane and and kind of develop a level of football that kind of didn't exist. You know, so developmental football where it was tried and and tried and tried by several leagues and at different levels, we had to, one, make it affordable, and, two, make it feasible for for the guys, for the athletes. So, now, would you, uh, you know, if you have an athlete that, you know, didn't get drafted and they have potential, do you, uh, you, you, you find teams throughout the country or in your local area? The reason why I'm asking is, uh, like, here in uh, where I'm at, Fargo, North Dakota, we have uh, a, uh, a semi-pro team called the uh, Invaders. And uh, mm-hmm. we've won, uh, I believe it's four of the five uh, championships. So, uh now, would you uh, help them get hooked up with teams like that, or do you uh, do you kind of keep them in your uh, your general area there? Well, it, it depends on 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 the player, depends on where they're from, and depends on what their aspiration is. We may have a player that that has a, a goal to play arena football, and and if there's a team that'll take them in Spokane, Washington, or in in Utah, uh, it depends on what the availability is for that player and what the need is of the teams that we're looking to place them at. So, but then there are we do have our operations. So we have our own franchise, the Baltimore Lightning, uh, the Shameless Plug. Um, but the, uh, the sort of the, the Baltimore Lightning, we do something a little different. We place guys uh, from all levels. So we take guys that are um, out of high school that are looking to get into college. We take guys that are in college that are looking to get to the pros, and we're taking guys that are just looking to develop their own skills and talents. So yeah. So the thing is, we can place guys from anywhere from whether from college or getting into college pro semi-pro wherever they're going to go that's going to make them comfortable and hone their skills uh will head is our guest here and uh we have uh 32 minutes here with will uh so will you help them uh, also like relocate or um get them hooked up with the whether it be like the team liaison or the head coach and say Hey, I got uh, this guy. He's uh, he's got really great potential at tight end. You know, he's, I mean, he's ready to make the next step. Is that how it goes, or do they? Do you have like a website and you have athletes and uh, the coaches come find you saying, "Hey, we like to take a look at this guy." So we've had uh, probably in the last thirty six months, we've we've had fourteen or fifteen guys 
uh, that have gone to NFL camps. We've had one guy that got drafted last year that came through our program and got drafted, Hakeem Butler, got drafted in the fourth round last year to the Arizona Cardinals. But then we've had guys that have come through our program that have and needed to go to college, needed film to go to college. We sent 10 guys to school just last month to JUCO. Um, so so we don't necessarily have like a database of guys. We get them as they come. And and we just have – we have great relationships with team executives, GM, scouting, um, you know, scouting departments, things like that. So from teams all over the country at all levels, international, national, arena, you know, you name it. So, so, so we take guys as they come. Uh, Will has our guest here. We got uh, thirty minutes here. Uh, I'm going to bring uh, Granny Hoekstra on now. Uh, Granny, I know you want to ask him if he's going to send anybody to your team. So go ahead. What do you got, Granny? <laughs> well, hello, and first of all, thank you for your service for what you've done for our country. I mean, that's just that's you know, as Icon said, we certainly do appreciate you for your service all those years. Now, I'm a, well, I, 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 I love I love football. And, of course, my favorite team is the Kansas City Chiefs. I've been a diehard Chiefs fan for as long as I can remember. So do you think you'll be sending anybody to the Kansas City Chiefs anytime soon? <laughs> well, here's the thing with the Chiefs. It's, it's, it's the thing of do they need anything, right? <laughs> the Chiefs are really well, good teams. Not like they need anything right now. Uh, now, there are teams well, like the New York Jets that need a lot of things. Oh, Yes. I understand that. So, well, I mean, you know, I mean, like I said, I mean, back in the day, you know, and I, and I, like I said, I love football, but I hate when people, or especially the media, talks about one particular person. Now, you know, back in the day, Derek Thomas, I mean, number 58 for Kansas City, I mean, I'm not saying he was their whole entire defense. But he was a big part of their defense. But it takes all the team to make it work, not just one or two players. But what I hate right now is I hate people trashing Kansas City, you know, talking about, oh, their defense needs to step up. Their defense needs to step up. Well, you know, yes, I agree. There were certain plays the last couple weeks, you know, Kansas City kind of got lucky, you know, and they ended up Mm -hmm. pulling it out, you know. But I don't try – I mean, I, I support my Chiefs win or lose. I mean, I was very happy when they won the Super Bowl last year. I was just ecstatic when they won. But I just, you know, I just hate when people, you know, start talking trash about the defense, you know, and everything. I mean, of course, you know, Patrick Mahomes, from what I understand, you know, he's – they've got him for at least 10 years. So, you know, I'm, I'm happy about that because he's an awesome quarterback. I mean, I just – I love Patrick Mahomes, and I had to really laugh at Boomer yesterday. <clears throat> they were doing the halftime show, and I don't know who the announcer was. I didn't catch the guy's name. But there are so many of these guys that are calling Patrick Pat Mahomes. And he says, Pat Mahomes. And Boomer says, what did you say his name was? He says, oh, I'm sorry, Patrick Mahomes. And then he says, oh, Mama Mahomes, I'm so sorry, because Patrick's mother got very mad at an announcer his name is Patrick. <laughs> when they, when they're right. calling him Pat Mahomes, she's like, "His name is Patrick." You know, his father was Pat Mahomes. His father was a baseball player. But I mean, but it, I had to laugh at Boomer yesterday. Would you say his name? 
And he corrected that announcer, you know, and I had to laugh at that because I thought that was funny. But, you know, but, yeah, they're doing an amazing job. I'll tell you a really quick, a really quick, really funny uh, Kansas City Chiefs story that I have. I had had one of my best friends that I grew up with. Name was Arjun Henry. God rest his soul. He was one of my best friends. He passed away a couple years ago. But he was he was probably the biggest Kansas City Chiefs fan that I had ever seen. And so we used to when we were kids, when we were younger, we had uh, we used to play these electric football men. You remember the electric football and you plug it in and go and you know you play that. And so oh, his yeah. favorite team was his favorite team was the Kansas City Chiefs. And then as we got older, we still played with those guys. And Derek, he had Derek Thomas, he had Trent Green, he had all those guys. He had Christian Okoye, you know, he had all those guys. And I and my favorite team at the time was was the Philadelphia Eagles. And he would always beat me. He always he always cheated. He always put a penny in the bottom of the man's base, make him a little heavier, and all of that stuff. But he was the biggest Kansas City Chiefs fan, and I never beat him. I never beat him. And so when so I, I get what you're saying, but when you look at the Kansas City Chiefs now, right, and and you look at a guy like like Patrick Mahomes, and you look at the talent that they have around them, yes, it takes an entire team. And what people say about Kansas City's defense, um, what they don't realize is that they you know they have a bend bend but don't break mentality. You know, you still have to score more points than we can, but we're not going to let you score as many points as we're going to, which is why they only lost one game this year. You know, yeah, I know. And that, you know. well, and that game, I'm sorry, you know, because when you're a Chiefs fan, you got to be a Raider hater. And I am one of the what? world's biggest Raider haters there is. I cannot stand the Raiders. I've never liked the Raiders. And I tell you, when we lost that game by eight points, I tell you, I just, uh, I was just like, oh, you know, I, you know, but. I mean, I, I I have to I have to thank Washington and Alex Smith and Buffalo for beating Pittsburgh. Touchdown <laughs> <laughs> Raiders! Okay, who did that? I caught a big swing. You, you both are grounded, boys, because I hate that. That's worse. That's just as worse about how about them Cowboys? We need a sound effect that said how about them Chiefs, but. Anyways, but it's just. Well, I don't think um, anybody so, was happier. Nobody was happier for a Steelers loss than a Ravens fan, and I'm an, I'm an, I'm I'm probably one of the biggest Ravens fans in the country. So, well, yeah, I so was. No, I well, totally the reason why I'm happy for the Steelers loss is because now we're in that number one seed for uh for the first week by for home field advantage. So that's why I'm happy for the Steelers loss. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, I don't watch. A, I mean, I don't. I don't watch. I mean, I. I. You know, I. I sometimes I'll watch other teams, but mostly when my Chiefs are playing, you better if you call me on my phone or text me or message me or something, it better be pretty important to disturb me while I'm watching my game. <laughs> right. Because my husband will not even sit next to me when I'm watching a Kansas City Chiefs game because he doesn't want to get hit when I get mad at the referees. Yeah, or, uh, or, or an exciting play might get you hit too. Well, uh, I tell you, I was very happy. Like I said, when we won the when we won the Super Bowl, I was just like absolutely ecstatic. I was just, I was, I was so, I was doing my little happy dance. Let me tell you. <laughs> Uh, Will Will Hayes is our guest here. Uh, 
we we have about uh, 24 minutes here as well. Uh, you know, I uh, I would like to uh, you know real quick so we can talk about it, so you can uh, give them a plug. I know you mentioned it a little bit, but you're all you're you're, you're affiliated with a uh, with a great football team uh, that's going to be kicking off their season. Uh, or is it been, uh, or is it going to be put on hold because of COVID? What uh, give us a little rundown on those guys? So the uh, the Baltimore Lightning. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So those, so that's you know, it's kind of like when you when you when you when you have a child, you birth birth a baby, and and, and you kind of see it grow. Uh, that's how I feel about about uh, about our franchise in Baltimore. Um, so the Lightning, we've kind of uh, built this team from the ground up. Uh, we were originally a lot of people don't know that we were originally the AFL franchise in Baltimore prior to the Baltimore Brigade being built, and and um, so we actually had the contract in the Royal Farms Arena. We had the AFL contract, and then we um, we sold that contract to Monumental Sports, who then created the Baltimore Brigade. Well, we decided that um, you know in the world of of semi-pro developmental minor league, with, with whatever you want to call it, that there still was demand and a need for a pro-level or pro-style outdoor football team in Baltimore that wasn't the Baltimore Ravens. And so now we've created that. We've brought a lot of, a lot, lot of high-level high talent um, to the team. Um, you know, we got guys like Kendrick Ings who played with the uh, Baltimore Brigade and uh, Julius and these guys that played with the, uh, with the D.C. Valor. And then we just kind of built, and then we have a good group, a group mix of veterans and young guys. Um, so we have guys that are looking to go continue their pro careers. We have guys that are looking to go to college. And like I said, we mentioned, like I mentioned, we, you know, we just sent 10 guys to college and two guys to the NAL. And, uh, and we just did a new, great new deal with, uh, that I want to, I can actually announce on your show that we just did an international partnership with, with the team in Brazil. So, so there's a lot, there's a lot of moving parts to that, and we're excited about it going into uh, into the 2021 season. And we, so we're our today our our, our season is still going forward. Um, we and and so we're not making any changes. The only thing we've kind of allocated for was to not have fans, uh, but we don't know what what that's going to look like in the next 90 days, and especially with the uh, vaccine coming out, things like that. We just don't know what's going to happen next, you know, 90 next 90 days or so. Well, you know, I was going to say, uh, you know, if you, uh, if you, uh, you know, if you, if you're unable to do uh, autographs, maybe you can uh, send us some pocket schedules and some posters and stuff from the, uh, from uh, your team there. Uh, you know, Absolutely. we, uh, that would uh, definitely uh, find honor amongst our fans collection. It's definitely in my man cave. I could tell you that. Absolutely. So, no, you uh, got it. Uh, so we have uh, Mr. Han as our guest here, and uh, uh, we got 21 minutes. So let me ask you this then: if a um, if a potential athlete wanted to have you represent them and get them placed, what would they have to do? Do they have to send you uh, a resume? Do they have to send you tapes? Uh, do you have to uh, meet them? Do they have to qualify? Tell us how that process uh, goes out. Sure, and that's a great question. One of the things that I always ask athletes to do, athletes to do, is first is to call me, right? So because I want to know who they are, I want to know what type of person they are before I find out what type of athlete they are. And then what I do is I ask them to send us some film if they have film. If they don't have film, 
we'll actually bring them in for a workout and say, look, I'll need to see if you can do X, Y, and Z. Um, and then we look at what teams need. We look at what that player is, and then we go across the landscape, and we say, well, this player will be a good fit here. So we do a whole lot of due diligence. And then we have our legal counsel, Elba Castro, who actually goes through and does the representation. Um, so, so we do have legal counsel on staff that does our representation and does our agreements and things like that. So we make sure that everything's above board and that we give these guys realistic opportunities and not just blow smoke. So with that being said, then, uh, is there, uh, um, is there a, um, anything that might, uh, disqualify from, if I'll understand if you can't answer this question, but is there anything that would, uh, cause a, a disqualification for you not wanting to represent a, a, a particular athlete? Um, I would say, I would almost, I would say almost nothing would. Because here, here's, here's part of what happens at this level of football. is a lot of guys that need, either need that second chance or need that other opportunity. So it could have been anything. They could have gotten into anything. Something happened when they were in college or something happened when they were in school. Or, you know, God forbid, they may have had, may, got, may have a criminal record. But I always believe that everybody deserves a second chance. You know, I think a lot of us were given second chances in life, so I think that I think that they do as well. And so that I don't, I wouldn't necessarily call those disqualifiers. I would call those as the challenges that we have in society of just giving everybody a second chance who who wants it and deserves it and works hard to get it. And uh, you know, uh, and uh, this is your time, and uh, you know, I, um, I I don't really need to put you over because uh, you know you. Uh, you you have a pretty impressive resume, but uh, you you have you do have an impressive resume. I mean, uh, didn't you uh, run for a political office or something too? And you had like a TV show or a TV segment or something. <laughs> I did. I, I I ran for office a couple times. I ran for state delegate in Maryland. I ran for state senate in Maryland. Um, I you know um, I had a radio show for about four and a half years. Uh, I worked for a record company. I worked for Columbia Records for four years. I worked for Rockefeller Records for three years. Um, so that's my sports and entertainment side. Um, professionally, as I mentioned, I worked, I, you know, I was in the military for 11 years. I went through Desert Storm. Me and my mom served together uh, during Desert Storm. Um, and then I worked, you know, did that for 11 years as a, as a intel analyst. And then I worked for the Justice Department as a legal analyst. Um, so I've done all of those things, and and it's just it, it's been a great ride. Like I said, I've done a lot in thirty some years. Um, after um, after I got shot twice while I was in the military, I said I didn't want to do. I, well, I didn't say I didn't want to do it. They didn't want me to do it anymore. <laughs> so so they uh, so I got out of the military and, and um, went to work for the federal government. And I've been doing community work for the last eleven years, uh, working in Northwest Baltimore, uh, doing a lot of development getting rid of a lot of vacant houses and creating a lot of jobs for, for a lot of the guys in, in the community. So um, it's been the most fulfilling work I've done. And with the, uh, you know, with, with football added to that, um, I've been able to wake up every morning doing what I love doing. You know, and that's really awesome. And uh, I believe it was the 40th district in Maryland. See, I've done my research on you, so I know, I know a lot about you. Uh, yeah. Now, uh, uh, and so, you know, so you have two Purple Hearts. Um, which is, which is really uh, amazing. 
but there is one thing I, I kind of wanted to know about that's on your um, that's on your uh, Facebook page. Uh, you know, uh-huh. uh, I, I'm known as the icon I C O N, but you uh, <laughs> you have my name on your web page, but you you spell it wrong. You spell it with a K. What's up with that? Icon Media. So Icon is uh, is our is our um, it's our media buy company. Uh, we established it under HMG Sports and Entertainment under Hannah Marketing Group. And so Icon, um, you know, is is what we use to do our media buys. Is what we use to do. Um, how we how we grab a lot of those assets and and all of that. So we actually were moving to buy Channel Thirty Three in Philadelphia. That was our first. Um, that was the first first uh, you know acquisition that we were doing was uh was Channel Thirty Three and, and yeah. So you done you done a lot of homework. <laughs> Even now uh, we've done a, we've done a, a big deal here in Maryland with uh, with Sinclair Broadcasting with uh, Fox Forty Five and My TV and. Uh, CW Baltimore, so so you'll see. So our fans will actually be able to see Baltimore Lightning games on uh, Sinclair Broadcasting this year. So so yeah, Icon Media has been a big part of that. And uh, also, uh, you're um, you know you're also a U.S. Army 10th Mountain Division veteran and uh, uh, airborne. And uh, I mean, um, and I'll understand if you, you don't want to answer this question, but. Uh, working from the Department of Justice when you're in there is is a lot different than it is now, correct? It, it well, yeah, because of where I work, and I and I and I can say this in full disclosure. I worked in the um, I worked at three U.S. immigration courts. I worked for 19 federal judges, um, and then I, my last stop was at the Office of Immigration Litigation in Washington D.C. So it was a little bit different. Uh, back in the early 2000s with immigration policy, things like that. Uh, but immigration policy kind of immigration policies changed through administration. <laughs> Say that uh, as it goes. Um, the, but I'll, I'll say this: the very first case that I worked on uh, when I went to the Office of Immigration Litigation at DOJ was the Elian Gonzalez case. And a lot of people remember that case. Uh, it was very, a very big case, uh, very highly publicized in Florida. A uh, young Cuban boy who was moved to who moved to Florida and then forced to move back to Cuba with his father. It was a big case, uh, so so that was some rewarding work. Um, it was also the most heartbreaking work that I did. Families get broken up and all those types of things. When you work in immigration, it's just part of the business, and it was the part of business that I actually got out of. But I actually wanted to work on the other side, was helping immigrant families to get resources and things like that, and kind of do it the right way. That's awesome. Uh, well, well, hand this our guest here, and um, you know, uh, you know, it's kind of cool with your name. Uh, you'd think that uh, uh, Hannah High was named after you, which would be really cool, you know. Um, and uh, for those of you who uh, aren't familiar with Hannah High, that's where a Radio was from. If you remember that movie, yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, w- William Hannah High, as a matter of fact. Uh, so now. When you're uh, with the the upcoming season uh, for your football team, uh, you guys uh, you guys do uh, obviously do a lot of traveling, or is it uh, like an interstate thing, or uh, is it a tri-state thing, or how many different teams are in the league, and what is the league? There are no, so we we kind of play an independent schedule because we're one of the um, one of the few developmental teams. 
develop true developmental franchise in the country. Um, but we play in a league, in a semi-pro league, because being in our location, there's kind of not a lot of teams for us to play. Uh, so, so, um, so we have we kind of because of our TV deal, this new media deal that we got, uh, we got an agreement done with some of the other teams to come to us. You know, instead of the home and away, we kind of did a home and home uh, because playing on TV is big for us, but it's also big for them. Um, so out of our 12-game schedule, we got nine home games, but we had to play our first game in Atlanta. Our first game, we go to uh, Atlanta, Georgia on, in, on February 20th, and then uh, we end the season in Virginia. And uh, uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, because uh, I am from time to time. Uh, I'm not ashamed to admit that. Uh, but uh, your, uh, your, some of your games are featured on uh, the CW in Baltimore. I believe uh, people can uh, pick that up on Roku, if I'm not mistaken, or Fox 45. Yeah, so the games will be broadcast on the CW Baltimore, um, you know, uh, again, throughout, through our partners at Sinclair Broadcasting. Uh, they've been a great partner uh, going into this coming season. Um, so they can they can pick it up on Roku. They can pick it up, or they can just pick it. They'll be able to pick it up online as well. Uh, they they can. Um, so the CW Bowl has been great. They'll do a lot of broadcasting, a lot of advertising on Fox 45 and on my TV um, here in in, uh, in all the local networks. So it's it's just it's it's just a, a great situation. And what we what we're looking to do is to not have us be the one team that does it. Is that we want to make sure that at this level of football that a lot of teams are doing it, that they're doing exactly – they're doing the same stuff we're doing. And it's not as difficult as people think, but, I mean, we've been doing it for a long time. But we would love to help more teams do exactly what we're doing. And that's awesome. Uh, Will Hanna's our guest here. And, uh, uh, unfortunately, we only got uh, 10 minutes uh, left with Yeah, I wish we had 10 weeks because, uh, I mean, you got a lot of interesting <laughs> stories. Um, and uh, uh, I and – I, I, I would like to touch on this just a little bit. Uh, you mentioned that you served with your mother uh, in the service in uh, in Iraq. Um, how long were you over there? And when were you deployed and when did you come back? I was actually, uh, we got out. Now, my mother was my supervisor when I was in the military. She was my supervisor. Um, I was in a special ops unit. Uh, well, I actually got attached to a special ops unit and I stayed. She was in a civil affairs unit. And we actually flew over on the same plane, um, left Fort Bragg uh, in Jan- – we left January 17th of 1991, uh, right when the air war started during Desert Storm. And on the way over, our plane got attacked. You know, our plane was getting attacked with Scud missiles, and we had to land in Dahran and um, they bombed the airport. We had to fly over to Riyadh, to the capital. They started bombing there while our plane, we were on the plane for 22 hours, and the plane started running out of fuel. Um, and so I was there uh, for four months in Iraq. Uh, I was there during the ground war when it started. My mother was in Saudi Arabia. And, um, you know, and, and she, uh, she uh, I, well, we made sure that she got out of there. <laughs> she got out of there within four months. Um, after a lot of people may remember that after Desert Storm, or may not know, that after Desert Storm, um, Saddam Hussein had kind of had chased the Kurdish refugees up to what's now where in the in 
in Kirkuk in 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 north uh, northeast northeast Iraq. Um, there was an operation up there called Operation Provide Comfort. And I'll tell a lot of your listeners, they can Google that. They pull it up, you'll see Operation Provide Comfort. Well, there were 26 Americans that were there that actually rescued those 500,000 um, Iraqis uh, that were attacked, and I was one of those 26. So uh, I'm, I'm just kind of curious, and uh, uh, people think uh, I'm being funny when I say this, but uh, you know, you mentioned you know you were in the plane flying over there. You're trying to land, and they like bomb this place, and you're attacking the plane. This and where I bet you one of the guys said, "All right, that's it. Open the door. I'm parachuting out. I'm going to go I'm get them right now." <laughs> I, I I really was. I I was I was like, look, I'm not dying on this plane. You know, I was, <laughs> I'm not dying on this plane. But I, only the reason I did because I couldn't leave my mom. You know, but right. Had yeah, she yeah. still on the plane, I would. You know. I would have told him, say, yeah, and open the hatch, let's get out of here. Um, yeah, but, pro- you know, we had, uh-huh. Well, you know, probably the, uh, you know, and uh, I, I don't mean to be humorous here, but uh, every once in a while I'll throw in a bad joke. But, you know, I, I guess it's a lot better than being on uh, Emilia Earhart Airlines where your luggage arrives but your pilot's lost, you know. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so, but, I mean, uh, we, we, it, it was very, it was a very, um you know, and at the time I was 20 years old. You know, I was I was 20 years old when uh, during during Desert Storm, and uh, so being 20, you know, I just turned 20. My birthday was in December, so I just turned 20, and I was a kid. You know, but I was uh, I was fairly aggressive at the time. I was like, okay, well, I need to. Uh, you know, I, I wasn't gonna let anything happen to my mom. You know, we you, know, you defend moms at all at all costs. Uh, exactly. But there's kind you know, of very little you can do in, in the air, 10,000 feet in the air in airplanes. Right. You know, and the thing is, her being your supervisor, it's, uh, you know, I can just imagine what it's like. It's like, okay, I'm your supervisor. You're my son. We can't tell anybody. But uh, I remember when you didn't clean your room, when you broke her feet, you're going to do 50 push-ups <laughs> right now. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. You, you know, she, to this day, I feel like my mother is a certain kind of way when she, she she can just give me a look. She ain't got to say anything. She just give me a look. And I'm 50, you know, and I ain't got, you know, she just give me a look, and I just say, yes, okay. You know, it's, it's I like, oh, right up, you know. I, I got the mom look. That's not my supervisor look. That's the mom look. Right. Uh, like, like I'm five years old all over again. Uh, Will Hannah's our guest here. We got about uh, five minutes here with Will, and, uh, you know, I'll tell you, uh, sir. I just can't. Uh, I just can't thank you enough uh, for taking time out of your schedule to join us. And uh, uh, and I don't know if uh, you know you would uh, you would do this or not. But uh, if uh, your company does this or not. But uh, let's say that someone has uh, uh, an athlete that they know that's got really great potential to uh, go on to that next level. Uh, do you take recommendations, or do you have to see them yourself? No, absolutely. We we get I get recommendations all the time, and I, I, I look. Um, we're in this business to help help athletes, no matter where they are, no matter where they're from, no matter where they want to go. So that's that's what we're in the business of. Um, you know, it's it, it, it's it's just it's a mantra that we have, and it's something that we just enjoy doing. So no, we definitely would take recommendations if if, if you know or anybody knows or. A guy, or, or you know, not even a guy, you know, a, a male, female, anything, whatever sport. Um, I'll take a guy that plays cricket right now in South Africa, you know, and, and so, you know, we, 
we take them from everywhere. We got golf players. I have I have uh, motorcycle riders. There's all kinds of people. But right now, our focus is on football. So yes, yeah, so we'll definitely take a recommendation for a football player, and um and 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 see where where he or she wants to go, and kind of get them where they need to be. Physically, well, we'll get them know, in shape. And, uh, we'll do all of those things. You know, and uh, you know, being here uh, in uh, Fargo, North Dakota, you know, uh, home of the uh, uh, the national champion NDSU Bison, and we get a lot of athletes that come through here that have great potential. I mean, look, we got uh, we got a lot of players in the NFL right now. We got Carson Wentz, we got Easton That's Stick indeed. for the Chargers. You know, um, but uh, maybe uh, you know, I'm a Vikings fan. Maybe you can uh, help send the Vikings a kicker, um, uh, which would well, be I'll nice. I'll tell you something about NDSU. One of my coaches, one one of the guys that coached under me, went to NDSU as their as as one of the offensive assistants, Tremaine Jackson. <laughs> I know Tremaine. Tremaine. Jackson. Do you yep. know Tremaine? <laughs> Tremaine was one of my coaches in in San Antonio. Really? Yes, indeed. How, how small of a world is it? <laughs> he was one of my coaches. He coached under me uh, in San Antonio. He did very well. He's a, he's a very if you know he has a very bubbly personality. Uh, yep. he's, a, he's a great guy, great guy, and uh, he was actually one of my coaches. And uh, you know, I I, uh, I hate to ask this, but our fans knew that uh, this was coming. Uh, if the icon can get out to Baltimore, you think you can get me a ticket for the game? I got you. Awesome. No problem. I got you. And as hey, a matter of fact, I'll let you stand on the sideline with you. Awesome. If you you know you can uh, down for a game, one... I'll use you on the sideline with you. Well, you know, that's one thing, you know, I do for the invaders here. You know, I uh, uh, I do camera work. I'm a mediator. I'm a babysitter. I'm a water boy. I do the I do the sticks. Uh, I get the equipment. I set up, you know, I do a lot of stuff for the invaders, and I love the invaders. Uh, you know, maybe uh, I could come out and work for one game, and you can throw a hot dog or something at me. I got you. I'll do one better than that. I'll get to I'll get to it. Uh... I'll get an authentic Baltimore Brigade jersey with the icon on it. Number one. Can you one. do that? I can do that. Well, I'll tell you what. You know, uh, that would be – I'll tell you what. If you could do that, that would be an awesome wedding present. I'm getting married in September. Uh, you know, oh, wow. uh, that would be cool. And uh, my fiancé collects jerseys, and we'd put it right on up on the man cave wall. Uh, I'd, Absolutely. Uh, Awesome, and I'll I'll send you the address whenever you can get that out to us. I sure would appreciate that. It's awesome. As a so, uh, fact, real I'll, quick I'll here, send you, I'll send you a picture of it tonight. Awesome. Uh, real quick here, we only got about uh, we only got about uh, 120 seconds. If our fans wanted to check you out and see you and want to get hooked up with you, uh, tell us once again uh, how they can find you. They can reach us. Uh, they can reach us on any of our social media outlets. Go to BaltimoreLightning.com. You can reach us at. You can reach me on Facebook, uh, Will J. Hannah the Second. You can reach us all over Facebook, Baltimore Lightning. Just go to Baltimore. You can reach out to HMG Sports. You can just pull it up, HMG Sports Marketing on social media, um, all of those outlets. Uh, or you can reach us at 301-971-BOLT, 301-971-BOLT. And uh, so basically you could say that uh, you could add lightning to somebody's career. Oh, absolutely. Awesome. Absolutely. Well, 
Well, I'll tell you what, Hold sir. Up. You've been you've been awesome. It's been a pleasure having you. I sent you that address. Uh, hopefully, in uh, maybe 2021, if we didn't scare you away too much, or uh, if uh, I didn't put myself over and I didn't put you over enough, you'd want to join us again. I would sure love to have you again. And uh, uh, I'm sure that there's a lot of athletes I know that are listening to the show right now. They'll say, "Hey, can you give me that guy's phone number? Well, I'll get you his email address. How about that?" Certainly, certainly. It would definitely be my pleasure. It's been a pleasure being on, and and I'll I'll come back in as much as you'll have me. You're awesome, buddy. Thank you so much. Be safe out there, and uh, in 2021, let's kick COVID's butt, all right? Absolutely. Take care, buddy. Thanks for being on the show. All right. Well, (laughs) William, Hannah, the second, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) what an awesome interview that was, you know? Uh, I, you know, I just love, uh, you know, when we have all these, uh, uh, sports guys, uh, from different, uh, genres join us, you know, and, uh, you, you, you just can't get enough. I, I see Sylvester J. Fox decided not to take granny's challenge tonight. So he must've not been much of a man. Like I thought, well, (laughs) (laughs) uh, well, you know, I'll tell you what though, I would, uh, it was you know, great. Was I, I was listening, guys. I, I couldn't really talk much, but I was listening to it, and uh, we've had a couple of really great interviews. Yeah, and uh, we we uh, unfortunately didn't want to mention the Cowboys. Uh, we should have because your team could use a lot of help. I mean, they they, they won yesterday, but you know it happened. Yeah, uh, but uh, wouldn't that be great? Uh, you know, uh, he, I like how he spells his media company: I K O N. Which mm-hmm. is really really cool, yeah. So uh, well, you re- hey, you remember Brian Thompson that we had on our show? He yep. goes by the icon, and he spells his name I K O N. That's awesome. Well, you know, I'll tell you uh, if anybody wants to know who our guests are going to be on next week, we got a big show again next week. You got to check out our Off the Ropes page on Facebook. And we all know that Facebook sucks because they won't let us change the name of our show because it's they consider it offensive or combative, which I think is bull crap. But that's just me. But uh, hey, we have guests booked from now until next January, so we are not going away at all. We are going to entertain you guys every single week. You know, so, I, John, I think it's safe to say. I think I think it's safe to say uh, we're kind of like herpes. We just keep coming back. So, anyway, we will uh, talk to you guys next week.